You're listening to Call to Homeschool, episode number 34. This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. All right, friends, welcome back. We are continuing on with our book, books that we love. Yeah, today we're going to talk about books for a little older, fifth through eighth grade-ish range. Yeah, kind of our tweens. Yeah, tween books. Tweens are a tricky age because they want to be more advanced. But they don't understand it. They don't understand it, and you still want to keep them clean, and you always want to keep them clean, but you just got to be, (laughs) (laughs) you just want to be extra careful with what they're reading and so yeah, we'll yeah, tell you some of our favorites for this range of ages. So I'm going to start us off this time. Okay. And this book is awesome. One of my kids read it on their own, and then uh, we read it as a read aloud as well because they loved it so much. He allowed us to like do it twice. Mm-hmm. So where the red fern grows, if you're like, I haven't made my kids cry today, and I'd like to make them cry. It is a sad story. Book, but oh my goodness, it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, so beautiful. If you like have been living under a rock and you don't know the gist of this story, a little boy, he really wants to hounds and he works his little tail off for a couple of years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To earn the money for these hounds and he gets a boy and a girl, old Dan and no, right? Yeah. Little Anne and old Dan. I, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I just, I was, it's, it's been so a while awesome. for me, but it is the most beautiful book. And when my son read it the first time on his own, he sobbed a Aww. lot, and but he was still in that age, like he was now old enough, like I don't really cry, but young enough that he does. Yeah. And so I remember he was like, his eyes were all puffy, and I was like, did you finish the book, buddy? No. There's something else. <laughs> I was like, it's okay to cry, friend. No, that's what I'm not crying about, but when I actually read it, I think my husband happened to be home, and like all of us had tears streaming down our face, <laughs> and I was like... Okay, give me Aww. a second, friends, but That's cool. can I like read the Where the Red Fern Grows? It's a beautiful book. It is a great one. All right, my first recommendation is The City of Ember. And this is a fun one. I'm actually just looking at it on the Amazon page right now, and they're seeing that it has over 4 million copies sold, and they're calling it a modern-day classic, which I thought was really cool because mm-hmm. I feel like there's not a lot of modern-day classics. Anymore. I don't know. It's hard to find modern books that are still considered good classic yeah. stuff. But this is a really fun one. And it's it's one of those sort of dystopian type worlds where the people are, um, they're underground. And it's um, this society where it, it's all dark and their lights are starting to dim and they're trying to figure out how to survive. And this one girl, the main character, finds this ancient message that gives her clues to figure out that she can save the city and also get out of where they are. They don't realize they're underground. Oh. And that's just where they live. And so she figures it out and, you know, finds this this way out. And it's a really cool story. It's a fun one for kids and just a good, like, um, survivalist type story oh, okay. and being strong and brave and having courage to do a hard thing. That's awesome. I haven't read that one. Now I keep buying books while we're talking. Uh, sorry. Like I said, <laughs> my magical Amazon account. Okay. This one is uh, my son. I've had just a couple of my boys read it. And then I took it on a vacation because I wanted like, I thought it was funny, but I always want to read what my kids mm-hmm. are reading as well. Uh, but my side of the mountain uh, yes, a great, fantastic great book. It uh-huh. really spoke to my sons, but it's a little boy who they have a big family, right? And they just live in a small apartment mm-hmm. in the city. And he goes, I'm going to go run. I'm going to go live in the woods. 
And so he wasn't like running away out of malice or like, I hate my family. He was like, I just, I need adventure. And so he goes and survives in the woods and his family, they're like, you'll be back tomorrow morning. Like you'll be (laughs) so cold. You'll be back. So it's just the whole adventure of him surviving in the woods and with whatever he brought and learning how to eat and get clean water and, and uh, some of the animals that he trains to help him. And it's a really fun adventure. That book. is a great one. I just had a <laughs> thought and I'm trying to remember the name of this book that um, Krista had our kids read and it was about the, the Berlin wall. Did your kids read this I don't one? Know if they did. Oh, it was so good. And I'm trying to think of the title. I'll have to think about it next time. And I'm wondering if they did. I know it was they, so they're... good. I'm going to try and find it. But in the meantime, I'm going to talk about my next one, which is Esperanza Rising. And this is a really cool one. It's um, a young girl living in a, she lived on a Mexican ranch, but um, they suddenly have to go and flee to California and they're settling in a labor camp, a Mexican labor camp. And she has to work hard and it's during the depression and it just kind of changes her whole life and she has to learn how to do these hard things and, and, um, they're financially strapped and just life changes. And it's about her, you know, becoming strong and becoming brave and through these hardships. It's a really good book and one that my kids have enjoyed a lot. That's awesome. Okay. This one, it could actually be for younger readers, but I feel maybe because of the subject, I put it in for the olders, mm-hmm. but it's called Number of the Stars. Yeah. And it's a World War II book. And so it's just about the little kid um, <clears throat> trying to escape. And he's they're Jewish, and it's their story of trying. Now I, I should have looked it up too. Um, if I think they're in Denmark, and they can go over to Sweden, is that right? I can't remember. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, I was so prepared with my other ones <laughs> that uh, yeah. So Lewis, I'm going to say that wrong last name wrong. Lowry. Oh, Lois Lowry. Lois. Yeah, okay. Lois. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I have kind. <laughs> okay, so they are help. The Germans have come into Denmark, and they're going to relocate all of them. And it's um, their best, his best friend. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to help their friends who are Jewish. So sorry that I didn't have all those details ready for you. They're trying to get them. There's a spot in Denmark where Sweden's really close, and you can actually see it. And they want to help them, their friends get over there. So it's just it's. I mean, it's a good historical mm-hmm. fiction type book. Um, great for kids to understand what like could going on like what if somebody showed up today and said your friends like religion is wrong mm-hmm. and I actually want to hurt them because they believe this way and would you have the courage to stand up for them and would you yeah. have the courage to help somebody even though that put your own life in danger so I really liked and my kids we all liked that yeah book. that was a good one okay I thought of the book okay it's called A Night Divided and it's by Jennifer Nielsen who mm-hmm. is an amazing author I've loved mm-hmm. all of the books I've read by her so I'll link to some more of hers but this one, it's about the the rise of the Berlin Wall. So her family, this the main character, her family gets divided, and some are on one side of the wall, and some oh, are on the other. And she has to figure out how to survive. But they also are trying to find her father and her brother and make it to the other side um, to freedom and to get jobs and things like that because they're on the side. Um, her, her mother, she, her mother and brother live on the east side and her father and brother are on the west side where they went to get work and can't get back. So it's, it's a really, really touching story. And my children and I both really loved reading this book. That's a awesome. good one. And historical. To buy. Yeah. I love historical <laughs> fiction. I think that is my favorite genre mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. 
because I like history, but I don't like being bored. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, it's the best for me. Okay, so the next one is a series, Little House on the Prairie series. And my daughter had read this already, and she was a good sport. When we were looking for a read aloud, I thought, I cannot buy another book this month. Like, <laughs> my magical Amazon account will someday be frustrated with me. <laughs> so I was like, what do we have? And I, so I asked, I was like, it was so funny to try to find a book that like, none of us had read. Mm-hmm. And so I go, Tess, are you okay if we do Little House on the Prairie? And she goes, oh, fine. I liked it. So we did the first book, and honestly, it was a little slow in the start. Yeah, it is a little um, slow. And, but as we're on to the second book, so we're using it as a read aloud right mm-hmm. now, but then, like I said, Tess has read it on her own, that we've now started doing fun activities of, like, olden time oh, stuff. Oh, I love so that. So we made candles yeah. or made jam. Um, we made bread. Just kind of fun stuff like that. But what was super awesome, because I love when our books and studying cross into real life, mm-hmm. we went on a road trip and we drove home from Florida and to Utah. Mm-hmm. And we drove through Kansas and we weren't by, uh, we were like, we've been on the road long enough to make a detour to the Lara Ingalls house, but there has the museum in Kansas. But even though we didn't get to go to her house, we got to see, that's where we are in the second book is that they are coming to the prairie. They're in Kansas. And I was like, this is what she saw. Like, <laughs> as they're describing it in the, the endless uh, sky. And then there's like yeah. little rivers with yep. um, all the it trees. It looks just like that. Yeah, and so it was. It made the book come so much more alive than we actually got to experience. Like we drove across the country in five days, and it took them how many days to move from one state right. to another? Yeah, right? and so that was really fun. Like my kids are liking the book more and more, um, but that one did take some time mm-hmm. for us to get kind of eased into it. They're great. We love those. Um, so this is a fun one that I'm going to say next. Um, it's called The Girl Who Circumnavigated Fairyland <laughs> in a Ship of Her Own Making. A very long title. And the author is, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It looks like Catherine. It's a weird spelling. Catherine Valente. And it is, it's a cute little fairy tale type story. But it's one that even I enjoyed reading. It's, mm-hmm. it's good for kind of older and younger readers. And it's about a little 12-year-old girl who has a very normal life. Until her dad goes to war and her mom goes to work. And she is met at her kitchen window one day by a green wind, which is a man in a green jacket. But he tells her that he has to come on an adventure and she's needed, her help is needed in fairyland. And so she has to go to fairyland and has to help solve these problems in fairyland and, and goes around this place and helps solve the different problems that come up. And it's, it's just a really fun story. And it is the start of a series, which again, I haven't finished. Okay. <laughs> We've only read the first in the series so far, but really loved it. Really had fun reading this book. That's cute. Okay. This one was really fun for me to read. I think I read this one only a few years ago. Little Lord Fauntleroy. Oh, I love this book. By Frances Hog- how do you say it? Hodgson Burnett. Uh-huh. And uh, also the same author of A Little Princess. Mm-hmm. And so, honestly, it's a little bit like A Little Princess with a boy instead, but still an incredibly beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't remember what his actual name is, <laughs> but it's a kind of a rags to riches story of this little boy who lives in America. And his mother is American and his father was British, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it goes to an English. He's uh, a lord. Manner. Yes. And uh, his father had come away to America. And after he passes away, 
this little boy is now becoming this lord of this manor. Mm-hmm. And so he has to go over to England and the, the grandfather doesn't like the mother because she's American. But the mother's just this beautiful, kind, and never says a bad word about the grandpa and never says, do you remember the movie of the little boy of uh, the World War II and the dad never really wanted the little kid to know that they were in a concentration camp? Is it the striped pajamas, the boy in the striped pajamas? No, it's actually oh. in French. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. Oh, but is it the one in Italian, The Beautiful yeah. Life? Uh, is love, that what it love, is? Yeah, the beautiful. Uh, it's in Italian. Oh, I thought it was French. Is it Italian? I think so. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, it's that kind of idea that that father didn't want his little boy to mm-hmm. really understand he was in mm-hmm. a concentration camp. And even as at the end of that movie, like when he knows he's going to die, like he makes it fun for mm-hmm. his son. And so I, to me, that's, what this mother is doing for her little boy. Yeah. And just like people are good and kind and I'm going to treat them all as such, even when mm-hmm. they actually are not being kind to her. Yeah. And it makes this little boy just so angelic and kind and beautiful yeah. because his mother's just feeding him full of beauty. And I love in that story how he loves the grandfather so much and has no idea that the grandfather is like the meanest, nastiest man to every other person he's ever known. But this grandfather has never been loved in that way uh-huh. because he was so nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and so he grows to love and he grows kinder because of this boy and his actions. And I loved that about that story. It's uh-huh. a good one. Are you looking up that movie? I am. It's <laughs> me crazy now. All right. I'll go on with my next one. And this, this is called the wing feather saga and <clears throat> another series. We apparently really like series, Yeah. but the first one in this book, it's called on the edge of the dark sea of darkness. And this, these books are so much fun. I really love them. They're, um, it's this little family who they have to escape or I'm trying to remember how it all started. I think their house burns down and they have to escape and and survive this like evil, um, (laughs) pursuit. I'm trying to, trying to remember the exact details of what happened. I just remember loving it so much. Um, Okay. 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 Here it is. I'm looking at the description so I can tell you guys better. They have a secret legend and secret jewels that they have to protect. And there's this evil man who's trying to catch them and they have to basically travel across like all these, this whole part of the country and um, make it away from these, these evil men trying to catch it from them. And anyway, it's a, it's a really cool series. I'm not describing it very well. We <laughs> loved them. And it was one of those that you just like, cannot wait to read the next book because it leaves you on cliffhangers and you want to keep reading and there's so much fun. Oh, so awesome. they're definitely a must read on our list. Okay. The movie is called life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. I was close. Yeah. So anyways, La Vita um, Bella. It, it was La Vita Bella. Yes. I don't know. I thought French. It's okay. Okay, um, my next book is Freckles, mm-hmm, and that's a good this one. is by Jean Stratton Porter, and it looks like, oh, they do have some paperbacks, but you can get it free on Kindle, Yeah, so that's always awesome. I loved this book, too. I did, too, and she said, Kristen, one of our other ones, this actually was recommended from a friend, Kristen, mm-hmm. as well, um, but it's a homeless kid, and um, he was maimed and, and abandoned as an infant. He doesn't have a hand, and they just call him Freckles. And they kind of give him this opportunity to help him out in the swamp. They're, mm-hmm. uh, why do I keep saying lumberers? Lumberjacks, right? And they, <laughs> um, they do stuff with that. And so he's given an opportunity to guard the timber. Um, and he just, he 
he finds happiness when you think that it would, he has every reason to be unhappy. Mm -hmm. He's an orphan. He was abandoned. His hand is missing and it was, he was maimed. Right. Yeah. And so he has all these reasons to be happy, but he still finds joy in life. And I think those are the books that really speak to me. So all my kids have read this one. All of us have loved it. Yeah. It's a really good one. Uh, my next favorite. And this one, I probably could have said in the younger ones, it's kind of a crossover. It's a very short book, but it is one of the most touching stories that made me cry. It's called the hundred dresses and it's by Eleanor Estes. And it's, um, a little Polish girl who is living in America in a school in Connecticut. And she's made fun of by all her classmates because she wears the same faded dress every day to school. But then she claims that she has 100 dresses at home. And everyone knows she doesn't, but she gets bullied all the time. And they're just mean to her, terribly mean to her. And one day she's pulled out of school and she's gone. She never comes back. And they decide that they're going to try and find her and figure out what happened to her. And they go to the house where she lived and discover that she was an amazing artist and had drawn 100 dresses. And they were hanging all around her bedroom. And each one had a picture of some of her friends from school with mm -hmm. their faces and they were dresses that she thought they would look beautiful in. And it was just this really sweet touching story where it makes you think a lot about how you're treating people and the type of people that they are. And it was, it was really touching. So, All right. So my last suggestion, some of these ones have been like more deep or, uh, like good character, like rising above opposition. This mm -hmm. one's 100% for fun. <laughs> um, it is anything by Brandon Mole. Mm -hmm. And we have read Candy Shop Wars, uh, Fable Haven, Dragon Watch, The Beyonders, Five mm -hmm. Kingdoms. And my kids love them. And I've actually read all of them as well. I have too. And they're just tons of fun. My kids love them all too. Yeah, we did Candy Shop Wars as a read aloud. Mm -hmm. But everything else has just been... Less reading about it and then kind of just talking about yeah. it. Uh, the new Dragon Watch series, it keeps coming out around my birthday. <laughs> and so Ethan bought me, he's bought me one every year for my birthday. Oh, that's So funny. right before we left on our trip, he gave me the newest Dragon Watch book. And I was like, sweet. Like now I have a plane book and uh, something for the motorhome. Mm -hmm. And it was cute because as soon as I finished it, Joshy, he plowed through it. And then Tessa, all three of us finished it on this road trip. That's fun. We still don't have the new one yet, but oh, my kids are asking for it. No, we'll need our own. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like Brandon Mole. There's no sex. Um, there's no swearing. I've heard some people don't like that some of them have fighting. Yeah, there's a little bit of fighting like in it. it's not like gore, like his guts were splattered across it's, the scene. You know, Lord of the Rings, how gory those get. It's nothing yeah. like that. It's a no. lot younger, cleaner. And I think they're it's very like people okay. die, but it's never like this grotesque. No. So my children have all loved everything by Brandon Mole, and they're just like 100% just for fun books. Yeah, so I don't actually have them as ever part of our school, but mm -hmm. just like fun. And my last selection is similar, 100% for fun. Yeah. Great read alouds, great just for kids to read on their own. But these are the Shannon Hale books, and she's got two different series that we both that we love: The Goose Girl which the series is called The Books of Bayern. The Goose Girl is the first in the series. And I, they're just so much fun. I really enjoyed reading these, and so did my oldest daughter. Yeah. Um, and then the other series is The Princess Academy, and another just, they're just loads fun. of fun to read, great for a light read for girls. 
boys might like them. They're probably more girly. I don't think if my boys read them. My boys haven't read The Princess Academy. I think he's read the Goose Girl series. I think there was a class we had that recommended it. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, I like those ones as well. And then you can't, like, give a list without mentioning Harry Potter. Because (laughs) Harry Potter is just, like, everyone's favorite. Maybe not yours. (laughs) (laughs) We love them at our house. Megan doesn't love them very much at her house, but they're big time favorites. So tell like why you like them. Tell me, tell why I like them. Why I like them, and then I'm going to tell why I don't like them. Oh, they're just so much fun, and the fantasy and the the magical worlds. We just have a good time with them. I don't know what's not to love. Well, I feel like (laughs) the first four books are the same. Oh, okay. Like Harry and his buddies are going to get into some mischief, (laughs) and then they're going to figure it out. Uh-huh, right, like uh-huh. the storyline is very repetitive. Um, I like a lot of it. Like people, so sorry. Here you go. <laughs> so they're like, oh, she created all these things, and it's just Latin words. Like very oh, yeah. serum is literally yeah. true serum. Like she, I don't know. I think it's the like everybody loves it, and when everyone's like, you should love this, I'm like, I don't, I don't love it. It's okay. You don't have to love it. Um, there's like making out. There's probably other people that don't love it. And I don't feel like it's evil. Like, I know some people are like, no, it's witchcraft like and it's evil. evil. And I, I don't feel like it's that. Like, it's just a fun story. And I did. I read them all. And my big kids read them all. And uh, we're like, we would read them. My husband read a few times, a few of them. And he was like, I just read the exact same book. Oh, that's so uh, funny. And so he was like, I have no desire to read. I think that might have been like the last fun series he read. <laughs> like, now he just reads informational books. That's funny. But, like, I just feel like they're the same story over and over, and then they get dark. I remember getting scared. In one they were of them. a little bit scary at They're times. dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I don't like dogs, and I don't like Harry Potter. So, dogs. I hope you can still be my friend. Like, everyone <laughs> likes dogs and Harry Potter. And That's like, so funny. We love Harry Potter at our house <laughs> and have read the series over and over and over. So, we can still be friends. Look. Yeah. It's okay. And I've even seen the movies. Do you want to hear a funny story about the movies? Sure. So my husband and I went, if you haven't read Harry Potter, stop now because this is a spoiler alert. <laughs> so the scene where Dumbledore dies. And oh, real big spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. I, I, I warned you. <laughs> like, have you been under a rock? Anyway, so Dumbledore <laughs> is falling to his death. And if you remember that scene, it's completely silent. Like no music, nothing. And the theater was pretty dead. And the gentleman near us, farted like audibly loud farted so it is this like dramatic scene of Dumbledore dying and my husband and I are like have busted up laughing and it was so inappropriate and we're just like we're not laughing at the movie this guy just farted and so anyway yeah so there you go that's my own Two cents. <laughs> we don't have the books up. So, way to end this episode with a bang. With a fart. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So those are some of the books that we love. Like we really could. Other and don't love. <laughs> I actually thought it would be interesting to do an episode of books we don't love. Oh, okay. Yeah. Harry Potter would make my list. That's hilarious. But now you know that one. So if that's an episode, you guys are like, what books do you not love? Or like books you've read, you're like, throw this away. This was trash. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll do that. If you guys want that, let us know. And 
be ready for an earful. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in again. We love having you listen. And just one more plea and request for reviews. If you're listening oh, yeah. and you love us, give us a review on, Am- on Amazon. Not Amazon. On, um, what's that thing called? iTunes. That's yes. the one. Give us a review on iTunes. So that it can, it can kind of help us creep up in the rankings a bit so others can find us. Yeah. And we've slowly been growing. So that's awesome. Yeah. People are sharing it and we love you guys. We do. Uh, next week we are going to be talking about books for high schoolers. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited. Hopefully by then my voice will be all the way back and I won't be coughing throughout the episode. <laughs> it so. should be. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calledtohome.com. Thank you.